to guide live the b2b jam session that you need to know about thank you all so much for joining me this lovely monday morning from my home in houston texas if you are tuned in and you are live with us right now show us some love in the comments please show us some love let us know where you're tuning in from and let's get the show started but before we get started i want to know how y'all's weekend was and where you all are tuning in from we usually have viewers from all over the world let us know where are you at this lovely Monday morning? I know for some of y'all, Mondays is not y'all's favorite. So talk to me. How y'all doing this Monday morning? Let me know so I can give you a shout out and hopefully perk your spirits up today. Talk to me as we go through the show. So today on your favorite work life podcast, first of all, I want to be able to start the podcast by sharing a little bit about what I'm grateful for today. Man, it was truly a long weekend for me. Uh, celebrated the 14th anniversary of my dad's church, which was pretty awesome. And had an opportunity to talk to some of our church members about financial literacy and, you know, investing and also a few other things when it comes to, to building um, your family. And, you know, really being a part of that celebration just made me realize how much of a hard worker my, my father is and just my family in itself. Uh, and, you know, also, you know, why I probably work as hard as possible. Right. So that was my weekend. And, you know, yesterday I uh, got a chance to to watch a soccer game for one of the uh, teams here in Houston, the Houston Dash. They are pretty good. They beat this team, I believe, six to one. I'm sorry, five to one. I left pretty early. But that was my weekend, and, you know, I really enjoyed it. Find time to just chill, meditate, bulk up a little bit, worked out a little bit, and really just be full. With that said, though, this Monday morning, man, we have a lot of talking points to, to hit through. But once again, it's going to be a bite-sized episode. We're not going to be here forever. But there has been a lot going on in the world, and, and I really want to start by saying that, you know, for anyone out there who's been going through it these last few months, right? You know, I am with you. My heart goes out to you. You know, if you have lost a family member, you've lost your job or you're switching, transitioning jobs, you know, my heart goes out to you. And, you know, whatever you're going through, understand that you're not alone. Uh, we have so many people right now who are just facing all kinds of battles, uh, whether it be a family member has COVID or they're struggling um, within their work and, and jobs, or, you know, they're about to transition jobs. They don't know what to do next. Uh, or, 
even, you know, which is a, a common case, they don't have a job, right? So, you know, be grateful for what you have. If you are struggling right now, understand that you are not alone. And, you know, you have an incredible supportive community on LinkedIn, on Twitter, online that you can reach out to that is a part of the Team Guide community and is a part of our guide live show and community. So understand that you are supported. With that said, y'all, man, let's start. Let's start talking about what I want to talk about today. You know, you are on your favorite work life live podcast, Guide Live. Shout out to Team Guide. Check us out at guidegroup.com. Build your movement with us, guidegroup.com. Show us some love, y'all. If you haven't checked out our new site, it's been rocking. It's been popping. You all have been sharing all kinds of positive remarks around it. So show us some love at guidegroup.com. So today, y'all, man, what is in the news? Well, we have all kinds of things in the news, right? The Grammys, not the Grammys, I'm sorry, the, the Emmys was last night. And I don't really want to talk about that. I actually want to talk about something that's much more business and work related that probably affects all of our lives. <sighs> and it's still in the news, right? Uh, it has to do with COVID-19, y'all. I know some of y'all are probably like, I'm tired of hearing about COVID-19, Tim. I'm done with it. I don't want to hear anymore. Give me some time. Give me some patience, right? Don't, don't come hard on me. Look, we just got to talk about it. It's just one of my talking points for this live podcast episode. But recently, and I think some of you will be happy to know this, Pfizer says a vaccine is safe for kids. They recently came out with a report saying that your kids can get the COVID-19 Vicer vaccine. And they announced it today. So you could have your 5 to 11-year-old children get vaccinated if you are interested in doing so right and you know i don't want this to be about covid19 politics i'm not going to ask if any of you all are considering getting the vaccine if any of you all have gotten the vaccine i don't think that's any of my business you know you manage and take control of your health the way you feel is best but i will say that you know a lot of parents i've, I've talked to a lot of parents mothers fathers who have been hesitant of getting their children the vaccine because of what they feel would be the health risks, right? Because it's children and, and some children, you know, I mean, children are already just dirty and, 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 and have all kinds of germs, right? Already. But they were hesitant in getting their kids the vaccine because they were concerned about, you know, what would be the adverse effects on their kids and they didn't want to risk it. And some people have kids, you know, as young as two and, you know, some as young as five. So, you know, I believe Pfizer coming out with this announcement, you know, it might, you know, hopefully give some parents the opportunity to, you know, consider it for their children, especially if they're in elementary, middle school or high school, which have been based on what I've been reading, cess potential COVID-19 um, uh, can, uh, uh, for anyone to pass it off and get it because it's in high schools where, you know, a lot of kids are and it's high school kids. So it's really hard to, you know, force them not to touch each other, especially in high school or even middle school at that. So this is potentially really positive news for many parents in the world of work. Right. And a lot of people who have been pushing off getting the vaccination for their children. So I think that's really fascinating. Would love to get your thoughts. Hi, Facebook user. Don't see your name. 
I want to show love and give you back the same energy you're giving me. Thank you so much for tuning in to Guide Live this wonderful morning. I'm just grateful to be alive with everything going on in the world. You know, I'm just grateful to be able to entertain you all and show you all some love today. All right. So what else is going on in the world of work and life? Right. Let's see. Let's see here. Right. And, you know, I have a, a, a list of, of things I usually want to talk with you all about. And, you know, we just talked about Pfizer announcing the, the new vaccine for 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 kids. Right. Like that kids are OK to get it. But what I what I now want to talk about is is this trend that I've been hearing. I would love to get some of y'all's thoughts and, and see if you all have been hearing about it too. And it's considered the great resignation of 2021. The great resignation of 2021. Have you all heard about it? Let me know. Who has heard about the great resignation of 2021? You know, tap one on your laptop or your mobile keyboard. Or just show some love in the comments. Let me know. Have you heard about the great resignation of 2021? Well, recently, Harvard Business Review put out an article stating that according to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, 4 million Americans quit their jobs in July 2021. And this is about maybe a year and two months after, you know, um, all the, the hoopla, the pandemic caused last year in March. Four million Americans quit their jobs in July 2021. Hey, Mary Ben, you are my biggest fan. Hello, Mary Ben. It's such an honor to see you and to be speaking with you this lovely Monday morning. Not sure if it's about people not wanting to show back up to work as they create a universal income. Stella, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fascinating. So 4 million, Stella, quit their jobs. And you can find this on Harvard Business Review. I'll share my screen real quick to show you all. 4 million Americans quit their jobs in July 2021. And then Harvard continues to say resonations peaked in April and have remained abnormally high for the last several months with the record breaking 10.9 million open jobs at the end of July. How can employers retain people in the face of the tidal wave of resignations? And, you know, if you really go in deep on this article, you know, there's all kinds of potential reasons why Harvard is saying the resignations are being caused. And they're saying it's being caused amongst mostly mid-career employees people who have been in the workforce for quite some time and, you know, are aging out of the workforce eventually. They're highest in the tech and healthcare industries, which in tech and health are notorious industries for high turnover um, rates and low employee retention rates because, one, the technology industry is always moving and, you know, you can get burned out easily if you're a tech worker, especially working in a startup. And then in healthcare, you know, home health, there's all different types of variables in healthcare, but you're dealing with death and you're dealing with, 
you know, people who are um, maybe in sick condition or, you know, or people who are commonly coming, who are, who are treating with people who, who are experiencing really extreme diseases, right? So it's a very, um, it's a very empathetic role. It's a role that's human facing, right? And they, they, they were trying to quantify, you know, what was the reasons as, you know, what, what's driving this great re resignation? And, you know, part of it could be COVID-19. It could be, you know, one, how COVID-19 shook the tech industry and, you know, forced a lot of tech companies to have to adapt their tech work policies. And also a lot of nurses and a lot of doctors, a lot of ERs, we're seeing a lot of bodies come through um, the hospitals during that time. So that can, that can also explain, you know, there was low retention in, in that space or people are ready to shift into different industries because, you know, for the last year and that may, year and a half, all they've seen is death, right? Those could be some rational explanations, right? And hey, Mary Ben, thank you so much for your for your your uh, your charm and, and and your your love. Oh my God, it brings joy to my heart. Hopefully, one day I get to meet you. But all of these reasons are interesting, and I you know I want to propose my own reason, and I would love to get y'all's thoughts. Stella, share her thoughts. Not sure if it's about people wanting to show back up to work as they create universal income, and I think Stella, those are very warranted. And powerful thoughts. Thank you for sharing that. I believe, uh, you know, it's a bigger reason, right? I believe, and this has been reported, and I'm not the only one that's saying this. I believe one of the reasons why we're seeing people resign, whether it be the tech industry, the health industry, or in any role, is that COVID 19, you know, is changing and has changed. And, you know, I would love to say that we're post pandemic in some states and in some countries. And others were not. Some countries are still dealing with this. And some people are still clinging to this COVID-19 reality, which is fine to each his own, right? Um, but I would love to say that COVID-19, you know, for the last year and a half, it, it's it's almost going to be two years soon. You know, it's been a radical experiment in seeing if people can work from home, um, can be as productive, and, you know, if employees can still feel a sense of connection to their work and their employer completely from home or anywhere they choose to work. And the reality is that us as workers, as a human race, we've passed that experiment. It's true, right? Uh, during the pandemic, there was hundreds of reports from some of the biggest companies in the world displaying and proving that their employee productivity went up, um, that they were making more money during the pandemic, right? Um, for them, which is really good for them. And more importantly, that their, you know, employee satisfaction didn't really dwindle as much, right? There wasn't, you know, although people were working from home, they were still happy enough to be working with big brands, whether it be the Microsofts, the Googles, or even if it's the JP Morgans, right? And um, if you're, if you work in the finance sector, right? But many of these same employees also we're considering, you know, this same year around this time, bring their employees back inside, uh, back into, you know, on-site campuses and facilities because, you know, they believe that, you know, they need to be on-site. And some employees have gone against it, right? And there have been reports about this. So I believe one of the reasons why the great resignation is being caused is that once people have tasted what life is like, spending more time with their families, more time on work that they care about, they believe in, right? More time doing 
flexible work, right? Being able to go to a grocery shop in the morning and then pick back up your work in the afternoon or the evening, right? Or spending more time with your mom or your dad in the morning. Um, if you're staying with your parents and you're working um, from home, right? They've been able to taste and get a sense of what life feels like when you are an independent worker, <laughs> right? And you have flexibility um, that allows you to work whenever you want. And once you taste that, it's hard to go back, right? To kind of living this traditional, you know, nine to five, let me punch in the clock at nine and make sure I'm in the office looking as if I'm working for three to four hours, right? It's hard to go back. So, you know, a lot of people don't want to go back to that and they rather start their own thing. And the growth of independent work was already growing before the pandemic and the pandemic is only causing it to grow um, continuously. So that's my case. What are your thoughts? Do you agree? Do you dis disagree? Let me know. And, you know, I'll show you some love in my content in, in, in the in the comments. Now, the last talking point that I want to talk about. And I'm sure some of you are super interested in hearing what I have to say about this. Seriously, seriously, because there's a lot going on around this. And I want to show love to my Twitter fam. Um, who allowed me to to see this in my stream? I forgot who the the person was, um, but they they gave me an opportunity to see this, and I think it's worth us mentioning in this live work life podcast. Okay, all right. So some of you may have heard about this, and some of you may have not. But here it is. There's a lot going on at Apple these days. And as everyone knows, Apple is one of the most popular brands in the world. And recently, a report came out on LinkedIn. It's also um, this report. This report was curated by LinkedIn, but it's also it was shared on Twitter that Apple is starting to break and tensions with their employees are building. Um, due to sexual, verbal abuse, or sexual harassment, retaliation, discrimination, and others submitted over the last month by more than 500 current and former employees to the employee activist group Apple II, right? And it's because of a, a mix of reasons that Apple is potentially struggling with keeping their employees happy, which I think is fascinating because I don't think they're the only company I'm struggling with this, but for some reason, they're in the spotlight right now for it. Um I believe that, you know, it's uh, it's interesting times for companies like Apple and, and, and Google, you know, high tech companies who are very used to having people working on site. Um, and then recently, Apple had a, a huge event. Um, I forgot what it was called. Cause I feel like they always have an event around this time. Um, what was it called, y'all? It was called their uh, it wasn't it was just. Uh, is it just another Apple event? Whatever it is, they have their recent event and, you know, everyone expected a new product, something innovative <laughs> and customers are like, bro, I was looking at people on Instagram. They were telling me, man, Apple is disappointing me. You know, I'm tired of Tim Cook. I'm like, dang, is it that bad? Um, they haven't innovated. I don't want another iPhone 13. Um, so a lot of people are starting to believe that, you know, the, the low employee morale, everything that's going on in terms of like due to the pandemic and them wanting to force people back on site and people being against it because they've shown they could 
work productively, right? And Apple being Apple, and they've been around for 40 years, you know, leading tech and, you know, building products the way that they put build products. You know, a lot of people are saying that, you know, the Apple of yesterday, you know, the Steve Jobs Apple, the innovative Apple is, will, will, will continue to be no more. They're only going to continue to be behind when it comes to, to innovating, right? And, you know, I, you know, teacher's own. I, I think Apple is still a pretty great company um, overall. Um, I think every company goes through things such as this. Um, Google definitely has, Microsoft has it. These things come in and out of the news every now and then. But, you know, I still think if you are tuning in and you are Apple fan or you're not Apple fan, I, I still think that we should be mindful of Apple because they will be, they will continue to be one of the most innovative companies due to just the amount of brilliant people that they work with. Right. But, you know, like every company, they need to do their best job in keeping their employees happy. Right. And that's, I think, encouraging remote work, flexible work. So last comment of the day goes to Stella Warcox. Stella, thank you so much for tuning in. Shadi, I really appreciate you. You are amazing. They have a massive cons to working from home too. Isolation, very true, et cetera, for those who relied on work and networking to create socialization in their already intense world of work. So true, Stella. As a remote chairman and CEO, I 100% agree with you. Um, I, I was really depressed and was very very, very sad earlier this um, year because all I did was work from home. Um, and, you know, I've been a remote CEO and chairman for years now, but I saw and I found that I was self-isolating, which wasn't really healthy for me. And I had to kind of nip that in the bud. So Stella, I agree with you on that. She continues to say, causing massive rifts in the reliance of their partner for ma family for all their social needs. Meanwhile, productivity has a massive increase despite not having to go into work. However, I believe the mindset of old world hierarchy doesn't know how to handle being an overseer without having hands on approach. I agree. I don't think some companies can handle their people working from home because they got to see people, right? Some bosses need to see people. Some bosses really are micromanagers, right? They have to see that the work is getting done or that the people that they lead or uh, that they oversee are here, right? That they're actually doing something, which is just, it's archaic mentality to work. I, I can't, I can't align with it at all. I don't believe you need that mentality. So Stella, I agree with you, girl. You need to write a book, send it to me. Let's get it published. All right. <laughs> Let's get it published. Oh my goodness. Anyways, y'all, thank y'all so much for tuning in to another Bite Size Guide Live episode. Please follow us, Guide Live. Check us out. Follow us on Spotify. I want to share. If you don't know, check out our new site, guidegroup.com, where you can follow our Guide Live podcast on Spotify. Just go down to the footer section of our website. Boom. And you can follow us, Guide Live on spotify and check out our new blog that we have set up you finally made it grow and sip with us check us out bigblacktea.com for your tea and get ready for the moment you all have been waiting for soon we will be expanding to our public preview for our guide web application that will change the way you learn and onboard your remote teams things are happening pretty fast and pretty soon for us so bear with us so you can lead your movement with us all right, y'all. Thank y'all so much for tuning in and spending time with me and making fun of me and also listening to me live and also sharing amazing insights. I appreciate you all so much. Tune back in this, this Wednesday and this Thursday. I'll be back 
Maybe I'll have a special guest. Maybe maybe it'll just be me. Whatever it is. Hopefully you all accept me no matter what. And let's chat again on God Live, your favorite work life podcast. All right, y'all. Peace. But I'm not leaving you silent. I'm going to leave you with some nice jams. All right. This is one of my favorite songs around. And <laughs> you, if you've heard it, you know why. It's just an amazing song. Check it out. Thank you.